Welcome back to our Weird History mini-sode, where we seek to bring you tales of the strange and unusual throughout history. What are we talking about this week? Uh, we're talking about, welcome back. Hi, I missed you. Hi. Hi. Everybody. Tell me what we're talking about this week, because I forgot, because we haven't done this in so long. Hey, it's only been just over two weeks. Stupid laptop had it done. That's long enough for me to forget. <laughs> I got a bit complacent, like I got research to do. And I'll just watch some YouTube videos and crochet. But, okay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, I probably should be doing research. I don't know when she's getting her new computer, so I ask her it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back. I got a new computer. So far, so good. <laughs> Hopefully no oh. more inter technology interruptions. I don't need them. Let's hope not. So, so this is the true welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. And welcome back. <laughs> We've missed you. Hope you missed us. Definitely missed this. So, what's the topic? I need now. Oh, we're talking about ornamental or garden hermits, which I'm sure at some point I'm going to say hornet, but hermits. Okay. Before I explain, out of curiosity, what are your thoughts on garden gnomes? Creepy. That's it? Just creepy? There, they, isn't that enough? <laughs> they look freaking stare at you from wherever you are in the garden. It really doesn't matter what way they're facing. They're staring at you. Hence, creepy. And very, they're, they're just weird looking. I feel like all I want to do is take it back and smash it. <laughs> just just so that it stops staring. It's creepy, okay? Well, <laughs> I'm going to bring you the tale of the ornamental garden hermit, which is pretty much the reason we have garden gnomes. I'm leaving this desk now. <laughs> I... Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm so Not as creepy, but still highly unusual bit of history, and I love it. So, most of this takes place in the late 17 to early to mid 1800s, but it can be traced far back as the 1500s and even up till today, which I'll cover later at the end. So this ornamental hermitry or garden hermitry was a big thing during the Georgian era, mostly through Europe, Scotland, Ireland, and particularly in England, where the very wealthy would literally pay random people to live in a hermitage that they built on their estates. So as the Georgian, I guess the middle of the Georgian era was going in, the French country styled landscaping team was going out. And what is now referred to as the English country style was kind of commenced. So this was sort of rustic country style and so people would landscape, the wealthy landowners and nobility would landscape their vast gardens to look like an idyllic countryside, but more in the theme of English rather than French. Also around this time, you do have Arthurian legends, the medieval damsel in distress, that sort of medieval style was being very romanticized. So wealthy landowners wanted to have what they refer to as little mini retreats on their properties. And it sort of started off more or less as a little hideaway on their estates. There would have been a shack, a grotto, just a cave, someplace where usually the landowner 
not the wife, but usually the guys would go and sit and contemplate, meditate, just think about the world in which they live in. Melancholy was the term for the time. So everyone was just, oh, what is the meaning of life? Hmm, I must retreat to nature. <laughs> but then, of course, you know, they're the wealthy. So they tend to say, why should I stay here and contemplate when I can just pay someone to do it for me? And so began the fad of ornamental hermitry. And it lasted for a while. And technically, again, as I said, it technically still goes on. So these lynch, these rich landowners would literally advertise for hermits in the local papers or on bulletin boards uh, in the city square. And essentially they're literally paying someone to squat on their property, typically dressed as a druid or what they thought druids would be dressed as. So we're talking wizard-like hats and robes, long, long beards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it gets so much better. <laughs> but it wasn't just that they paid people to live on their lands and these little hermitage cottages dressed in a certain way. There were rules. Are you ready for these rules? No. So a typical advertisement could look like this. Wanted. A hermit to live on the estate for seven years, stipend to be paid at the end of the sum of 700 pounds, which today would be about 77,000 American. Okay, so they would go and live on the land to be paid, basically, if we're talking in today's terms, $77,000 at the end of it. Okay, so I'm assuming that the rest of the rules, which we will repeat, sorry, I was very confused for a second. I'm very tired also. Uh, the, I'm assuming that they were fed and all that stuff and that's in the rules. Yeah, you were giving shelter and food and books. God. Okay, keep going, sorry. But yeah, <laughs> but the, again, I said there were rules. So it's typically, it could be shorter than seven years. It could be longer than seven years, but for some reason, seven was the average length of span that most people wanted to have a hermit on their estate. As I said, the rules were, you are not to speak to anyone. You are not to leave the specified grounds for any reason. You are not to cut your hair or nails for any reason. You must wear the clothes we provide for you and at no attempt to make or receive new clothes or robes. You are not to bathe for any reason. And seven years. That was, that was a typical thing. Although some landowners did allow their hermits to take an occasional bath. You are to sit in the grotto, contemplating the life around you and reading as many books as we provide. Common items which were usually given to the hermits to create the contemplative man look were a table, a chair, a skull, an hourglass, a globe, and spectacles. Not much else. This was literally a tourist attraction that these wealthy, rich, nobility and landowners would have on their estate and would bring their friends and guests to come visit their hermitage and which that particular person would also be asked occasionally to talk about the meaning of life, to recite their own written poetry, to perform, to give spiritual guidance, and at times to help with the serving of lunch or teach the guests. I mean, imagine you have somebody living in your hermitage Although you are feeding them, I don't know how much you're feeding them. It's just food from the house. Who knows? It could be leftovers from the kitchen. We don't know. 
they never specified, but a scraggly, very smelly, long-nailed hermit serving you food and drink at your parties. Ew. Thoughts? Well, also, even as someone who's an introvert, me, even I would lose it. I'm not, I'm losing it as it is currently. Like, it was great out here for the first few months, and now I'm like, there's nobody here. And I'm introverted. Like, I'm seriously introverted, so... Mm. yeah yeah and also <laughs> disgusting yes seven years of no bathing <gasps> right right Ew. there there is a link in my source notes to watch a, a youtube video that talks about this as well and i i had to read the comments and a lot of them were going a place where i can just sit and read all day and not talk to people sounds perfect but then you have to think about you're literally a paid attraction for people to gawk at and make fun of and you're not allowed to bathe so i'm not sure if it's a if, if you're interested I'm, just, I'm pretty sure there's still people that are asking for hermits so one of these examples was the hermit of charles hamilton who after placing an ad signed a hermit up onto his estate he hired one on but it only lasted about three weeks as after three weeks or so the hermit had wandered off the grounds of the estate and was found frequenting the local pub that was henceforth fired very quickly. <laughs> I'm gonna pump too. Right? I need human contact, even if it's to just sit here and then fight. But the thing is, you're not gonna be receiving any money unless you make it through the whole seven. Some people will last six years uh, doing this, but if they didn't last the entire time, they wouldn't receive any money at all. In fact, there is... There are several examples of these. I'm going to read them as they're written. This is actually the one of the advertisements that Mr. Hamilton put out regarding his hermit. And it goes, quote, he shall be provided with a Bible, optical glasses, a mat for his feet, a hassock for his pillow, an hourglass for timepiece, water for his beverage, and fruit from the house. He must wear a camlet robe and never, under any circumstances, must he cut his hair, beard, or nails or stray beyond the limits of Mr. Hamilton's grounds or exchange one word with the servant. Yeah, right. Nope. nope. Not for me. Nope. <laughs> now, probably the most famous of these hermits was known as Father Francis, and he lived at Hawkstone Park in Shropshire. And the owner would, as I mentioned, bring people to visit these hermits and show them off. So uh, Father Francis would be visited by the guests of uh, the Hill family who owned the estate. And he would converse with them, as I said, giving spiritual guidance and his thoughts on the natural world and the benefits of solitude. And he became so popular as an attraction that the Hill family ended up building their own pub called the Hawkstone Arms to accommodate all the guests that were coming to gawk at Father Francis. So imagine you have a tourist attraction so popular, you have to build a pub to accommodate people coming to visit. What was the, did the pub have a little window where people could stare out? I don't think, it doesn't exist anymore, but I'm pretty sure it, it was built on the estate to look out at the hermitage, I'm sure. These are the Georgians. Things were crazy. No doubt. <laughs> so sometimes these people weren't even just strangers that answered an advertisement. Sometimes they were friends or relatives of the people who owned the states. One of them was actually the brother of botanist Gilbert White. 
And he was able to persuade his brother, the Reverend Henry White, to put aside his cassock and pose as a quote, wizened state. Wizened? Wizened? He's a wizard. Posing as a wizard, hermit, wizard, on his brother's estate for the amusement of his brother's guests. I think that's a bit strange. One of, there's actually a diary entry written by one of these guests that came. Her name was Catherine Batty. And her diary entry writes, uh, goes as quote, in the middle of tea, we had a visit from the old hermit. His appearance made me start. He sat some with us and then went away after tea. We went into the woods, returned to the hermitage to see it lit by lamplight. It looked sweetly indeed. Never shall I forget the happiness of this day. When you're really bored and had nothing to do but watch other people, I guess. I mean, we do have a thing called people watching right now. Literally, you sit at restaurants and watch as people go back and forth and do all this stuff. But this whole situation is weird. Well, as I said, mostly the fad went out of fashion. And towards the end of the Georgian era, we're talking the very early 1800s or so. There were still places where it occasionally cropped up, but it mostly went out of fashion. But this is kind of where garden gnomes kind of started peeking their little heads up. But as of April 2017, I'm going to get this name very wrong and I apologize. 58-year-old Stan Vonuprek, don't know how to pronounce that, moved into a hermitage in Southland, Austria. Apparently 50 people apply for this position, even though the hermitage lacks heat, running water, or internet. And interestingly enough, this particular hermitage has continuously been lived in for the last 350 years. It's a lot of time. Now, there was a post. You, I, I, I'm really curious on how you're going to take this. So there was a post on Craigslist. And on July 26 of 2014, that was literally titled Gentle Lady Seeks Ornamental Hermit. And I have a link in my source notes so you can read this, but I'm going to read it directly as well. And it goes as such. Me, a gentlewoman of good birth and in the bloom of youth, possessed of vast estates and holdings, including a natural cave under a waterfall in the midst of my idyllic gardens, ideal for hermit life. Of refined sensibilities and a melancholy disposition, you, an ornamental hermit, not younger than 30, not yet older than 50, possessed of a great grizzled beard, true lover of solitude, unafflicted by any social diseases, the successful candidate shall prove, be provided with books, water, spectacles, a cave, an hourglass, and food from the house. Terms of the agreements include seven years of service, during which you shall not cut your hair or beard, trim your nails, bathe, leave the premises of the hermitage, accept money for my gentle guests. Duties shall include reminding all passerbys of our shared mortality, living most simply as our forefathers did, providing the lady of the house such entertainments as she requires, serving as an occasional bartender at fates and balls. And at the very bottom, it says, and etching our last permit is provided for your reference. Your, your response is kindly requested. Again, the link is in the notes if you want to read this in full. She must have been really bored. Well, I, I, I couldn't 
I mean, given that's on Craigslist. And it sounds exactly like the one you said the first time. Right. That, which kind of makes me think either it's a joke. Someone actually had a hermitude maybe they wanted to fill. Or they were maybe doing some sort of social experiment and see if people would actually respond. I have no information as to whether this post has been deleted or if anyone actually answered or got hired for the job. I don't even know where this hermitage was located, but yeah. And there's actually a book that regards, it, it, it typically talks, there's a book that talks about this particular subject called The Hermit in the Garden by Jordan Campbell. And it actually catalogs, <laughs> shaking your head. No, no, no. <laughs> It actually catalogs these hermitages and knows whether they're still around, whether it was destroyed, or whether even some were actually even built. And in fact, Campbell even argues or po posits that the garden hermit never really left being reimagined as the actual ornamental garden gnomes that we knew. There's the difference, though. Between people and a piece of pottery? I was going to say, garden gnomes are really just a decoration. So are these guys. That you don't have to feed. I don't have to spend money on you. You're a garden gnome. I don't care if you get dirty from the dirt, get rained on, or get hailed on, or acid poured over you. You're a garden gnome. Hermits, on the other hand, I have to pay you 77 grand at the end of this. Presumably okay. even less till the end of it. As I said, if you didn't make it till the end of the seven-year contract, you didn't get a single penny. But it, at the end of the day, the few that did, I had to pay. These people had to pay the, the few who did make it to the end. I'm assuming it's very, very few. Is That seems like a ridiculous amount of requirements to live. Well, Father Francis died before you probably collect, so I don't know how much money he got or was going to give. Also... I also don't have to feed the garden gnome. I don't have to make sure that you're fed and have food in your belly and a warm place to sleep at night. And I don't have to build you a hermitage. You just go on my rose bed outside. And also, really? Somebody went around studying whether it's these hermitages still existed or not. Somebody literally went around and then put them in a book. That's very English for you. How boring is your life? <laughs> Not if you're maybe an anthropologist or a historian. No. I have a bachelor's degree in anthropology. I am an archaeologist and I am a history nerd. To want to study that kind of thing sounds still sounds like you had a really, really boring life if that's what's interesting. <laughs> and I like what a lot of people consider boring. You are an introvert. And even I wouldn't like the hermit life. <laughs> that is the tale of the Georgian period's ornamental garden hermitry and how it became a garden gnome. Yes, let's use people like ornaments. Sounds great. It doesn't surprise me in the least. It, it's... It's not surprising, but it just makes me even sadder than I already was for humanity. 
people exploit people and it's not uncommon for the incredibly wealthy to exploit the poor. I don't know. All we have to do is look at the current and present day situations we're in. Or any situation at any time in history. Exactly. Nothing's changed. Nope. Nothing at all. But before we end this lovely shard, let's give our lovely listeners an update on everything. So this came out Thursday would be July 1st. So July 1st is the mini episode. Next week, we are back on track with full episodes. You will be getting the second episode guest series with Casey on the Italian Renaissance and how that will lead into Shakespeare. You will find out if you come back and listen next Thursday. And after that, we will have another mini-sode. We don't know what on yet. I don't know what on yet. Melissa might know what it's on, but she's not going to tell me because she wants to keep me surprised. And then (laughs) I never find out until the day we record. So (laughs) it's always a surprise to me just so that she can see my reactions (laughs) because they're normally ridiculous and over the top. Okay. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) like this one and then after the next mini-sode we will be having the final episode of our guest series with casey so we are back on track guys we missed you so much we hope that you are still our listeners and followers and thank you for being so patient with all of our technological issues that continue to pop up we apologize and we're so glad you're still here. But do endless, that'll do for this lovely episode, mini-sode on hermits. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope that you join us again next week. Bye. Bye. I'm going to go find a, a, a grotto and go complicate life now. <laughs>